I heard he was checking this out and he was like, I'm gonna get that. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening, I fucked it already. Sapnin! <laughs> Sapnin! You are listening to episode 35 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend Morgan Richards. It's me, and hot damn am I excited about this week's episode. Uh, already, like, straight away. I fucked the beginning of the intro, intro up on this. Jesus Christ! And then you were going with all that. Excellent episode, absolutely excellent episode, wasn't worthy of that pun, but yes, as Morgan has kind of alluded to with his stupid, sick pun. I had to do it, it was there. Our guest this week is the fantastic Mr. Andy Williams of Every Time I Die. Yes, not only guitar wizard and riff master, but also wrestling International superstar. Yeah, mad. Yeah. Yeah, he only took it up like a couple of years ago. Yeah, and absolutely mental. He's killing it on the independent scene. He's also got a podcast and he's going to get into all of that. Oh, he's got to be one of the top three scariest looking people at 2000 Trees as well. Probably because you know he could just pick you up and suplex you at any moment. He could throw um, anyone anywhere, I think. He, he could. Um, yes. And yeah, so we got, we got a chat with Andy and um, we ran long. So uh, that was awesome. So yeah, we got a chat to him at 2000 trees before I came out of Mosh retirement and went nuts. Yeah, an absolute gentleman. Uh, as Sean mentioned, we've got a long time with him and it's a really opening one. He mentioned a lot of things that I didn't really expect him to and uh, touches on quite a lot of motivational yeah. uh, aspects as well. Listen back to this. Um, yeah, I got a little bit inspired myself, so hopefully I'll uh, do the same for a few others. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so um, massive thank you to... Uh, to Andy for taking the time out because he had a very busy schedule that yes, day did. at 2000 Trees and for the lovely Hayley Connolly for sorting it out for us yes, as well thank you very much again Hayley and cheers to Andy um, yeah I forgot to mention two things I wanted to mention to Andy that I forgot to mention in the interview I don't know if you listen back to this hopefully mm. you will he listens every week like everyone does obviously number one he mentions his girlfriend. He does. A couple of times. And as soon as he mentioned it, all I could think was, how would you get that top lip for a kiss? Yeah, he has got a very... Um, it's a three-inch deep moustache. Let's not is. fuck about. Yeah. Let's not beat around the, the literal face bush, right? It is three inches deep. I'm glad you're joining in on the puns as well. Yeah. Um, um, and what was the second thing? And the second thing 
Oh no, I wanted to tell him about the time that I did. Um, I went to TJ's in Newport to see every time I die play, hmm. and I got so into it. I crowd surfed again uh, about fifteen years ago, and I lost my wallet. Uh, with a hundred pound in it. Oh, so I, I was so going to ask Andy for an email so I could invoice him <laughs> for hundred quid. So that that mosh cost you a hundred pound. Yeah, but it was good. And the wallet. So and the wallet. So I've been at I least did get my driving license back because Newport Police found it in a phone box. So some bastard found it. Obviously found the wallet. Went through the wallet. Went. Oh, I'll keep the wallet and the money. They are nice. Oh, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this ID. I don't need this driving license or this long-headed pink balloon faced shit and then left that in a in a phone box and so. here we are today yeah and yeah. here we are today now about to talk to andy yeah so. well just to stress as this is anyone's first time listening to the podcast uh sean and i are very excited about having andy and every time i die on they're yes. one of the bands we were most looking forward to at 2000 trees festival they smashed it sean came out of marsh retirement i even did a crowd surf it was a lovely time uh, so a massive thank you again for andy and 2000 trees for having us down there yes. at the festival and don't forget if you missed out or you enjoyed this year's event that much that tickets are already on sale for 2000 trees 2020 yes one genuinely one of the best festivals i've ever been to so try and pick them up now and i believe they've got like a pay away plan as well haven't they so you can just pay monthly rather than yeah, buy so the ticket in full yes yeah, so they've just done uh, a thing where you can buy the tickets in installments there's different kind of tiers and everything That's for what that I just said, yeah. yeah i know but i'm also going to tell you <laughs> that for a limited time they can get 20 percent off their tickets and if they want a full refund they can do that up until March. Oh, yeah, we mentioned that on last week's one. I don't know why they're off now. I'm going to bring that up again. I don't know why they're off now. I don't know why they are, but it's there if you want it. Yeah, mad. So, go and check it out. Yeah, it's worth buying a ticket and then waiting up until March and be like, do I still, can I... It's worth doing now, so tidy. Yeah, well done, well done. <laughs> I'm just shocked by it. I'm shocked by it. What a mad, oh. what a mad marketing plan. Um, yeah, so thank you very much to 2000 Trees again. Also... If this is your first time listening, please subscribe, rate, like, and share where possible. Yes. Um, it helps you, us out so it, much, you yeah. wouldn't believe. If you've got any future guests or show ideas you want us to touch on, talk about, uh, please get at us on Twitter and Instagram, at SapnePod, that's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D, that's on Instagram and Twitter. And also, if you've enjoyed any of the last 35 hours of Consense, that's, that's, that's a lot as well. Yeah, it's low. <laughs> I know, it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> we've only got like another 17 more and we've done a year's... Anyway, 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 yeah. Please think about supporting the podcast by heading to patreon.com yes. forward slash happening. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N. You been practicing the spelling i have yeah that's all i've done since the last podcast <laughs> is sat there and going oh here we go i'm gonna get that patreon dead right um yeah so check out patreon there's loads of different tiers to choose from and stuff um from as little as uh three dollars a month you can support be part of the community and uh yeah reap the benefits yeah and that gets you from anything t- until joining the illustrious Satin Podcast community group. Yes. So getting your name in the description, to getting voice and video messages. I don't know why you'd want them, but people are getting them. You can get them as well. Or if you're feeling extra generous, Generous? If you're feeling extra generous, if you're gentle, no, 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 we're keeping this in. If (laughs) your gentles are falling off at any point, think about sponsoring us. What do you mean (laughs) generous? If you're feeling extra 
generous. Oh, he got Sorry, it. because he got there's, it. there's one tier that uh, allows Sean and I to live with you. So that's why I was so shocked and my words were you working were properly. genitals out and living with someone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going on. About that. This has gone too far. It has. Anyway, visit patreon.com forward slash satin and yeah, check all those lovely tiers and benefits and everything else. Cool. So, yeah, you've stopped me now. Uh, yeah, so here's an interview with Andy and I guess, is it? Yeah. Cool. Check this out. It's awesome. I love every time I die. I love Andy Williams um, and I don't mind Morgan. Yeah. Satin This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sapnin! 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 Yes! Yes! He's yes. Got it straight in. Our guest this week is uh, the multifaceted, talented wrestling guitaring superstar. Oh, I guess, look at yeah. that. Superstar style. Mr. Andy Williams. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever called me that. There you go. Thank you. That's the first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, from the mighty Every Time I Die. Yes! As listeners know, they are the band I've been waiting for all weekend. He has. And the fact that they play one of my favorite albums in full. Thank you. Is unbelievable. I so. just had a pad tie oh. out there. The, you know, breakfast yeah. of champions. <laughs> and um, Nothing says early morning breakfast like pad tie. Yeah, yeah. my breath. Is kicking That's and all good. I needed a water, so it's <laughs> all good. Awesome, yeah. Of course, we're recording this here at 2000 Trees Festival. Although you've just arrived on site, but what have you thought of the uh, facility so far? Um, so this is like the uh, this is the only thing I know about this that all of like the eat idiots from the UK, yeah, have been telling us we have to play this festival 
and for us the backs like we don't get to see anything but like dirty roads and stuff like that so so far pretty unimpressive but uh (laughs) but i I can't wait for everything to kick off so i can actually see what this festival is about i think you're gonna have a great time now yeah um yeah like literally we saw a dirty road that went to the stage we played i grabbed pad thai and came here so like yeah we played one song yeah one dirty road festival it should be called not 2,000 trees yeah um, there's a few dirty roads here <laughs> yeah. yeah every band we spoke to this weekend pretty much when I've said who you're looking forward to seeing it's you guys Good. so uh, it's, that's I, cool I, I, I cannot wait I'm literally coming out of Mosh retirement whoa yeah I retired like six years ago <laughs> cool uh, due to um, I ended up in uh, you know Mark Andrews from yeah, WWE yeah of course well, he's in a band called Junior yeah and uh, I did a song with them and I said, oh, I'll only do the song if you do a wrestling-based video. Yeah. So they did a wrestling-based video, and they were like, oh, we need someone to go through a table. And I was like, that's me. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we need someone to go through a table from the second row, uh, like a power bomb. And yeah. I went, that's still me. Yeah. I was like, Spike Dudley can do it. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. There's me thinking, that yeah. little man can do it. Uh, me Young can do it. Yeah. I can take a table. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> what Absolutely happened? wrong. Um, I pushed off like an idiot. Yeah. Rather than just let the wrestler... Take it. Yeah, you wanted to make it look. You wanted him to look good. Exactly. So you were taking care of him. Yeah, I pushed yeah. away to make it look even super. But obviously, when I pushed away, I'd angled back. So my my back hit the table, then hit the floor, and then my feet touched the floor behind my head. Oh. So my back has been uh, wrecked. The bottom of my back has been wrecked for about five years. Jeez. But I'm gonna wreck it even more tonight. Okay, now. cool, man. I'm trying to spin kick <laughs> my own leg off. Cool. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, of course here you. Playing hot damn in full. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are very excited about that. How is it being for you, kind of revisiting these songs and playing uh, an iconic album like this? It's interesting because, like, you have to, like, kind of. You kind of get in, like, the mind frame that you're currently in. And, like, we just got off a tour. Like, so, like, we played. I don't know. I think we changed out, like, 18 songs all together. Like, so, like, we play 12 a night, but then there's, like, stuff that we just keep. And it's for us. Like, you know, oh, shit, today we'll play... Romeo Gogo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then oh, the next day we'll play this song off of, you know, New Junk. You know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. So like, um, yeah. Then, like, and when you're on tour, like you say things that you like that are practical before. You're like, yeah, we'll like practice those songs like while we're on tour. And then like days go by, and the weeks go by, and then the tour is over, and you haven't played <laughs> one of the songs. And then like you have to kind of relearn everything within like a part par, you know like four days yeah so like all the songs are like still feel kind of fresh it's really like some fuck ups on our part you, no one will notice at all <laughs> but like there's like squiggly bits like squiggly deep there squiggly there <laughs> there's a squiggly here there's all this stuff there might not be a squiggly in one of those like weird parts yeah. but if you're listening back to this after the event we're playing we're playing them really good nice yeah, yeah I saw Jordan on um, on Instagram uh, yeah. listening and relearning the other day so yeah. yeah if you're listening to this after the event now and you're like there's a squiggly bit I'm missing Come on, give, yeah. him, give him a break. That's it. It's, uh, yeah, how long ago did that album come out? That's gonna be like Six, fuck, 16 years, I believe. Jeez. Yeah, that was. So there uh, might be kids here who would. Yeah, we've seen kids here who weren't even born when yeah. that came out. 2003, right? Yeah. Then yeah. we re- rewrote everything. 2002. 
It's old. Uh, yeah, it's fucking Jesus old. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And are you playing it all from start to finish? Yeah. yeah. And Woo! then, like, they put, told us hits. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, like, yeah, the hot damn, and then you guys get the hits. Nice. Which I don't know what that means <laughs> yeah. at all. We'll don't stop me now by Queen. We're playing that all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, no, but saying that, I mean, with it being such a long time since that album came out, it's an album that meant truly a lot to people. What's some of your earliest memories of making that record and that and that whole cycle Jesus. of that time it came out? Stress. Um, <laughs> so that record was weird because I think I'm I think I'm four years older than I'm four years older than Jordan. I think. And at that time, him and Ratboy, Ratboy never went to college, but Jordan was in college at the time, and he was going through finals. And we had a we had a tour booked with Most Precious Blood, and Ferret Records, like, literally got a hold of us, was like, hey, we booked time for you guys to record in two months, or a month and a half. Are you guys cool? We had one song written. We had a Bolarama, I think, written. That was it. Oh, wow. And we were like, wait, we, we go on tour, and, like, the, you know, they were just like, well, what do you want us to do? I was like, well, we got to cancel that tour. So, cancel the tour. It just so happened that it, it fell right in the same time that Jordan was going to be on finals. So, I think the tour itself was only like a two week tour. And then finals hit like right after that. Because everything was like based on like where their college, him and Keith's like college schedule was at the time. So, <laughs> whatever. We do our thing, whatever. Every day, Jordan was doing schoolwork so it would be like we get to practice and be like Andy what do you got like I got like four riffs and then you like play like the four riffs like from floater and then you like kind of piece them together and then like it was a lot of that and then a lot of we went to the studio we recorded and for some reason I was getting this like crazy wink on my anytime I would like hit a string, there'd be like a wink, 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 like on everything that I would, no matter if I change the pickup or, or change the pick, change the string, and I'd always have this a wink. So Jordan did his guitar parts and went home because he had finals, and I was a raving lunatic at the time, and I ended up telling the guy recording the record, I was like, if you tell me to do something again, I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> So he was like, well, I have to change my verbiage then. And he'd be like, one more time. And he's just like that. It kind of saved him a little bit. Nearly. And then it got to a point where Steve had to give him my mom's number. So when I got worked up, my mom would call me. And then I would like, she'd calm me down. No way. And then finally, I was having like a fucking nervous breakdown that like, they had to call Jordan. Jordan finished his last exam, got in a car, drove all the way to New Jersey, recorded the rest of the guitar parts because I was like full on crazy. Like I was insane at that point. I could not figure this fucking thing out. And I almost stopped playing guitar. So like Hot Damn was almost like it for me. And then I had to like relearn how to play guitar and just change things. It was all just how I was playing. Like it was yeah. really weird, man. Mad. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, but in that retrospect now, is it kind of fun for you to look back on that as a as a kind Although, of I mean, it's of funny to tell that story. I feel like I'm kind of like a level-headed person, but at that time, man, I was like just crazy. I mean, there's things that make me crazy, but like I was actually nuts at that point in time. Like, and I remember like the dude we recorded with was was Steve Evitz, 
who we did uh, New Junk Aesthetic and Big Dirty with, it was his mentor. Like the, the guy that like taught him everything was the guy we did Hot Damn with. And I remember the first day of recording, Eric Rachel called Steve and was like, "Hey, watch out for Andy. He's fucking crazy." <laughs> so like that. And then like me and Steve had a really good relationship. So yeah, Love Rap was gone on to inspire so many bands yeah, good and bad yeah oh, of um, course <laughs> I've, we've played with all of either good and <laughs> yeah. bad ones um, yeah and yeah how does that make you feel is it weird looking back at it now and thinking no I mean I, I always look at it as in time so like I'm 41 years old I wrote that record when I was 23 years old right so like when I was 23 and I was listening to fucking Dead Guy and Converge yeah. and stuff like that, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, there was, like, or, like, Entombed. Like, so, like, uh, the song I've Been Gone a Long Time, like, I was, like, starting to write more of a bluesier-based stuff at the time and I didn't know if I was going to use it for every time I die or if I was going to do it for something else and it just so happened that like it worked for every time I die you know what I mean yeah. um, but there's so many bands that like I wouldn't have written that record and Jordan wouldn't have written that record had we not been listening to like what we were listening to yeah. at the time so like yeah I look at it as like a time thing where it's like I'm sure like all the bands that were doing stuff in 2006 or 2007 probably had some influence from that record. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like oh, stuff oh. like that. You know, like oh, But it's I, I think it's more of like a timing issue than it is like this like great thing. Like I think it's a good record. I think it's a great record. You know it's what I mean? Good record. But it's it's more of like a time and a place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. Where like I don't know how many kids probably listen to that record now and are like, well, I'm gonna start a band like this. Yeah. Like like currently in yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah. But like that whole class after us was probably like that. And like it's I think overall I think it's just kinda cool that like bands you like consider you like that's like like the like guys in like knock loose and stuff like that yeah. like, like makes me so like that makes me happy that they're like killing it and like we were an influence of theirs yeah. you know what i mean so it's almost as if you're like a band's band and a people's band you can't really lose really yeah <laughs> got everybody then yeah. yeah well I, I think that was like the conscious thing too it's like never really i mean that especially at that time because that was like we had already put that was our first like well, that was like I guess our like sophomore like being on a on a label like a bigger label, um, so like you have that pressure on you too. Where it's just like oh shit, like we did last night in town, and it was cool, but like now we're doing this thing and it's kind of different. Like it is, but it isn't. Like if you listen to songs, like we're like repeating riffs. We're like last night in town. There was like there's like one song on that record that has like 42 riffs on it, <laughs> something like that. Like we counted the one day and it was like. How? Why is that there? <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, you could write a whole record just off that one song. Yeah, That's I saw true, a thing man. about um, Jordan saying, uh, yeah, when it came to writing, like you and you and him would just like it would be a competition to see who could. Yeah, write Jordan the most thinks that, but I don't think that at all. No, like the whole competition thing irks me so bad when he brings that shit up. He said that to me a couple years ago. He's like, well, yeah, like you know, the competition. Like I wrote, it's like, no, motherfucker, we're like both 
in this band together. Like, it what's says, it, it, says says yeah. it says more about him, I think, that he's competing with you. Well, you're not I'll, even I'll, bring, it, I'll like, bring it down like this. this. Like, when it comes to, like, I'm not, I'm not an artistic person where I can like put something down on paper. And if you look at his artwork yeah. like that, I mean, there's so many intricate bits. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of how he does music, where there's like layers and layers and layers and stuff like that, which is great. But like sometimes you need a meat and potatoes guy to like calm him down yeah. and be like, hey, Jordan, like these three riffs are really good. We don't need 16 variations of the one riff, but like two Slow variations of this Slow one is good. And he gets it. And I think like that's the big thing between us why it works so well is like I'll come in with like a groove heavy thing that's like really 4-4 and kind of like basic yeah. but it's like a you know it's a heavy riff you know it's like catchy and then he's the guy that kind of throws that fuck up in it you know what I mean yeah, which yeah, is yeah. great yeah. and then I'm the guy where like when he's going off the rails I'm like alright dude like Bring it back. let's tone it down it because this could be really good if we just let it breathe a little bit and he's like, oh, shit, I didn't hear it like that. You know what I mean? So nice. I think it's we're a good left and right brain together like that. But he doesn't see it like that. He sees it as a competition. <laughs> and I'm just not the guitar player I was then. So, like, he's a better guitar player now than he was then. I kind of plateaued and just never got better. I'm a better songwriter than I am a guitar player. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, well, with that, of course, you've been touring nonstop really over the last couple of years off the back of your latest record, Low Teens. Yeah. That was released back in 2016. Yeah. It seems that Jesus. you've had a mad cycle off of that, and it's quite surprising because we talk to a lot of bands on this, and they say in, in this current age you need singles out all the Dude, time all for the playlists time. and Spotify. But yeah. that record just seems to have gone down with people so well that it's still relevant. Kind of yeah. a couple of years later, it's pretty insane. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like. And I, th I think it was like th that's the first record that we actually were just like, yo, let's just see where it goes. And like, fuck it. If it takes three years, it takes three years. Let's like see where it goes. And like, we just got off a tour with Coheed and Cambria Mastodon and like held our own. You know what I mean? We're like, our people were coming out to that and like buying tickets. You know what I mean? So like, to me, that's like, it has to like, okay, we wrote a fucking pretty good record. Now we have to write a record that's better than that one, which is you fucking sell yourself up like <laughs> for that 21 years down the line it's like yeah. motherfucker Fuck, man yeah. Yeah. such a good record yeah like we should have fucking hold off on a few of those songs should have yeah, gone right yeah this record's about eight dead today. yeah that'll do yeah. we get, at least we've got room yeah. to grow yeah let's not pre-production these ones let's just fucking <laughs> yeah. let's just go in raw let's not check the sounds let's just fucking do yeah. it yeah. That's yeah. Brilliant. yeah but, but with that has there been any ideas flowing for new material well, literally nothing Yeah. I have riffs Jordan has riffs we haven't put them together yet okay um, so keep getting offered tours which is like insane like you were saying like it's just and like now it's like we can be a bit picky choosy and it's kind of like nice instead of just saying yes to everything yeah. Yeah. or like saying yes like I, I think that's another thing too is like to, for like longevity is like keep your mind open as to who the, who you're touring with and all those bands that are like fuck these guys fuck that band I never fucking toured with that band it's like well then be happy playing the VFW Hall or whatever the fuck yeah. you guys are doing yeah, yeah. like don't complain when you're not getting offers because you say no to everything you yeah. know what I mean because after a while people are just saying oh they'll say no so it's not, it's not worth it. Um, so for us, like, it, it's funny, you know, people will be like, oh man, you guys toured with Motionless and White. It's like, yeah, not, yeah. 
not my cup of tea at all. But like, <laughs> if I can turn vampire kids into the cool shit that I do, awesome, <laughs> I'll do it. That's, ex- yeah, you know that's I mean? exactly it. And I, I, and it, you know, it, it sucks to say like to go back to the competition thing. Like, my team is, well, my team is every time, time I die. Mm. My team isn't motionless and white. Yeah. So like, if this, and this isn't talking shit. I love motionless and white. Like the dudes are amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not my cup of tea musically. They know that. Yeah. But just. I tour them every tour because they're great guys. Um, but like, if you want to have my band come on your tour, then you're just setting yourself up for disaster because we're gonna <laughs> fuck you up on stage. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that's, that's yeah. And it's not a competition. It's just okay. Like if there's gonna be two thousand kids at a show, I want them. I want two thousand people leaving going. Oh, every time I die, I don't want people going like, oh, Mastodon was cool, Coheed was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, f- at the end of the day, like, I gotta eat my lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I oh, found playing yeah. some of some of my favorite shows were supporting bands where my band shouldn't have fitted on the bill. Yeah, like um, that's the best. Yeah, I was in a like a crazy kind of spazzy band called When Reason Sleeps and yeah. we supported like mad caddies yeah. and we were like this isn't going to work and we went on and by the end of it we, everyone loved us and we were like yeah. what the fuck exactly oh, yeah. that's all that, like, as it, long as it you doesn't just, get stale then like yeah. you're not playing the same as long kids. as you do you it's always going to come off that way it's never going to come off if I was like if we went up there dressed like Sgt. Peppers <laughs> yeah. and did some like weird shit like people would be like this sucks but you know we're going to go up there and we're going to do us in front of whatever the fuck crowd is there and we're gonna knock them fucking dead and that's just how we've always been it's just like oh cool you want to tour with us good luck yeah, yeah. You know? yeah no, well, that's really great to hear because especially with that keeping to your own but you're not afraid to step into different kind of territories and sub genres and all There's that a you crowd can just of people yeah that's what you, the fuck you got into this for it doesn't matter who the fuck they are it's a crowd of fucking people yeah and that's like that thing when you think you're that you think you're better than that like fuck you because at one point in time you were a kid listening to corn or some shit like that yeah and then you stumbled upon converge and then like here you are you know what yeah. i mean so like anyone to be like that like put their nose up to like people in a crowd like get the fuck out of here man like go do something else yeah no, you definitely. know that's how i look at it there's an office space somewhere for you man you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah well w- with that of course not only are you always really busy with every time I die, but yeah. you've got a few other projects <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. on the side as well. Uh, in the world of professional wrestling, you seem to yeah. be going over extremely well over these last yeah. couple of years. How's that uh, journey been for you? Um, it's been cool, man. Like it's something I've been obsessed with my entire life. Um, I actually trained trained to be a wrestler before I started Every Time I Die. Oh, okay. Tore my ACL and then started playing my guitar more, and then the band just happened. So like it was me. Ter- my ACL and wrestling was me like it was the catalyst for me starting a band and doing this cool, yeah, cool. shit so it, it worked depending out depending on how you feel yeah it might be the best or worst yeah. thing I've ever <laughs> of course and it was like whatever like my knee's fine you know what I mean like yeah. now and um, I don't know I was like 36 years old and just kind of like not in the best shape and just kind of like was like whatever um, a couple of my friends started like wrestling and um and I just, I went to the ring and just kind of like went and trained. I didn't, I wasn't like really looking to wrestle. I don't want to like get in a ring and do it as like a performer. I just wanted to be like a guy, like an extra hand for like dudes to like learn how to wrestle and whatever. And then I could learn some stuff and then eventually just keep doing it and keep training and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like just ended up progressing to a point where like, 
people that like I looked up to in wrestling were like, "Hey man, like you're getting pretty good at this. Like maybe you should like do some matches." And I was like, "Ah, nah, nah." And then I did an interview with someone and told them I was like training, and then like all these promotions started hitting me up, which is cool. And at first, I started doing like single stuff, and the single stuff is like. It's cool, but I really like tag. I like tag. Like tag team is like a true art. And like again, like you're you're there to make two people. You're ma- there to make three people essentially look good. And there's three people in the ring that make you look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot can happen. And it's like there's a lot of moving pictures. But like I don't know. It's just kind of cool that you can kind of like write a song, a physical song for a crowd and then you go out there and you play it and when they bite on the story yeah yeah you did your job you know what i mean and it's it's really fucking cool man like pro wrestling is like i talk about it all the time and i'm sure like my dudes are probably just so sick of it my girlfriend's (laughs) probably sick of me talking about it um i've definitely like scaled back my like watching of pro wrestling because i my girlfriend made the comment um i heard her like overheard her make a comment to someone go like Oh yeah, like watching pro wrestling, and I was like, oh okay. Like I heard it in my ear. I was like, all right, I'm I'm getting pretty annoying with this. Um, so I've downscaled my like watching of pro wrestling when I'm around. There's like family time, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's just something I'm like obsessed with, and like I do it now because like it's. I don't know. It's like a second... There's like a, th- a third family, I guess, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I have friends who, like... Like, Clint Margera is coming today. You oh, know cool. what I mean? Yeah, so, like, yeah. I don't get to see, like... Dudes, like, Jimmy Havoc was going to come today, but he's yeah. got a... He's in the States, yeah, you know? Right. Um, it's just... It's awesome. Ricky Shane Page is over here. Yeah. Like, literally one of my best friends in wrestling. Have you been offered any um, shows while you're over here? No. That's the thing. I don't know. UK is scared. I'll call them out right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Progress. There's yeah. a bunch of fannies. ICW, yeah. Progress, I'm not allowed to say it, but Progress did just book us for something. Not nice. here, though, over there so, in the oh, States. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah, we should mention that um, yeah, you do a, a podcast which is rock and wrestling based yeah, as yeah. well, kicking ass. It's with, pretty much everything. Yeah. It's like, that's like, and I miss it because we took the month off while we were gone, and it was getting complicated because my girlfriend was in California, I was in Buffalo, and I was flying so much, and it's like, you know, I think, I mean, Jesse understood like Jesse was like yeah you know like your love is on the other side of the country so like if we can't get a podcast out it's fine you know what I mean like and we tried to do it where it was like okay Jesse you do one this week I'll do one this week and I'll do it with like California buds you do one with like Buffalo buds blah blah blah. and it just wasn't like it just isn't the same so like we decided to just take the month off a month and a half off and then uh like now me and Hannah have like a house in Buffalo I have a whole room dedicated to the podcast oh wow um so it's just what we need that's that's the dream man dude you need a room with like a big a big big screen tv and then yeah just it's like that's the central you do everything there (laughs) nice yeah that would be the dream yeah but then you need a travel rig (laughs) the travel rig is a must yeah we found out prior to this we've got the same one as Stone Ghost Steve Austin so So I think that's on 
Oh, really? With yeah, probably gonna have a WrestleMania moment now. Yeah, the same. Rick. That's what it is. So, you guys yeah. will probably get invited to do some press at, oh, at, oh, at oh. all the wrestling stuff. Are you with um, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but with that, of course, you've mentioned you're so busy with all these like everything yeah. going on. How do you find time for everything? I mean, I'm sure there must be a lot of sacrifices in, in yeah. all departments. You literally like. I, I think the the one thing that was like lacking before I met my girlfriend was physically drained like I was I would just wasn't doing things right so I would like you know I would like like here today like I would have sound checked I would have and it's costly too so like I would have sound checked found the nearest gym which is probably about 30 miles away yeah. ubered to it worked out came back played the show or I would have been here all day played the show uber to a gym came back or met the guys so like it's either like I'm sacrificing sleep I'm sacrificing diet I'm sacrificing like, all this shit to do it on tour and now my girlfriend's actually a competitive bodybuilder so now she's just like hey like this is when you should make the time to do it she's really good at like planning she loves spreadsheets um, stuff like that so yeah, my like my girlfriend's like that they fucking love a spreadsheet organizing they just whatever, yeah. organizing gene I think they must yeah. have it's all sort of like everybody's lights <laughs> isn't it that's what yeah. it is yeah and they're just like I don't know and they I, like uh, she I think she knew when she found me it was like okay here's a mess I'm gonna wrangle it a little bit <laughs> I like, can help you I can I help can make this mess a little <laughs> bit, a bit nicer and like yeah since we've been together um, like she makes sure that my diet's like pretty on par and like it's funny because she always will like leave me with like the room where like like last night dude I was so hungry I got off the plane and I was so hungry and ate I tried to eat 20 pounds worth of McDonald's <laughs> So I ate sixteen dollars worth. Nice. Wow. I had two double cheeseburgers with bacon, two chicken <laughs> sandwiches, a large fry, nine chicken nuggets, and a large diet coke. Wow! And I had those like new cheesy things that you guys oh, have. The mozzarella, uh, Leicester's yeah. cheese. Oh, I something another. I, I don't know. And like I texted her and I was like, I just ate sixteen pounds worth of everything. And she was like, Hey, you did that for your brain. That's what you did. You ate that because you were hungry and that's all that was there. Nice. You'd be fine. You know what I mean? Well, I've noticed from listening to the podcast because I think, I think you started seeing your girlfriend then kind yeah. of doing a podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I've noticed a, a positive change in for sure in you. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like it from what I've heard online. Yeah. So yeah, and it's I think the that's like thing. that's another big thing to like culminate everything that we're talking about is like I think when things are cool when you go home from that stuff that stuff's going to remain to be healthy. Yeah. So like the band is going to be healthy. I'm going to enjoy doing the band, the band. I'm going to enjoy doing the wrestling because everything I do at home is so happy and positive and like stuff like that. I think that if one of those things was negative, then it would all break down. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And even like, if you've listened to like this, I've, dude, I've had like two major, I've had two major surgeries since we started. I've had a yeah. knee surgery. I've had a shoulder surgery and there was just like, I don't know, just like keeping myself like grounded and it sucks like to sound like hippie-ish, but like with the earth in those times where it was like, all right, I can't wrestle, I can't play guitar, fuck it, like I'm going to go hike. And then like you see like I'm not doing what I normally do, then I'm like seeing the world and like going like, holy fuck, you know, and then I'm like with my girlfriend and my dog and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just... 
I don't know, man. It's like, I, I think that like people spend too much time, especially now with like social media, just saying me, 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 me. And then like in those times when like you're fucked and you can't, like you should be thinking me, 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 me. It's like the perfect time to just go elsewhere. And then like that just takes care of itself. And you go, oh wow, like that wasn't that hard. Like I think I played like, we played a festival over here. I think it was Slam Dunk last year. I had my shoulder yeah. surgery and I did Stone Cold right before it. And, um, and Stone Cold was telling me that I was going to be in a recliner for like three weeks sleeping because my shoulder is going to yeah. be cause me too much trouble. And then I think like three days later, I was like sending him like pictures of me hiking, <laughs> calling, him, <laughs> calling him a bitch. Like, I was about to say. I, mean, oh, I, my, like, I was about to do that on you. Then yeah. I was about to go, oh, oh, turns out Stone Cold's a pussy. Yeah. But so I had yeah. I had my cast on or whatever, and I would call him and be like, "What are you doing right now?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm what? just at home." And I'm just like, "Oh, dude, I'm like hiking right now." Like, where's your shoulder, dude? Like, well, just talking shit to him, you know? Um... Yeah, and you sounded really happy on that podcast. Like yeah. you, you were like childhood oh, dude, happy. I was like smiling the entire time. Yeah, but yeah, like and I, dude, I came and played Slam Dunk. I think a month after my shoulder surgery, yeah. and uh, crazy, it was scary, man. Like that was like terrifying because like shoulder surgeries are like one of those things where apparently all the muscles you have in your shoulder are really teeny tiny yeah. ones, and like when you have a surgery like that, they can they can snap again like nothing. Oh, wow. So like Ouch. the first month, you have to like literally just stay still yeah, for a imagine. month and then like after that month did you have to hire the guitar were you like back from class show no I, that is that man <laughs> is, <laughs> that's an interesting guitar technique no he's a yeah he's an interesting uh, he's fella. also a great <laughs> guitar player though oh, yeah I was so funny I were um the other day, I got caught in traffic. This is the most mundane story. Yeah, so got caught in traffic for a, an hour and a half. Decided to put the first, the, the newest Glassjaw record on because yeah. I'd only heard it in bits. Like you know, I'd listen to like three songs, then turn it off or whatever. Man, that record is unreal. That band is really good. Oh, I know this is supposed yeah. to be about my, no. me and my band, but well, we that can go band, off on whatever you want. No, that no, band no, is really run. good. Well, yeah, he loves Glassjaw more than life, probably. Yeah, so. yeah possibly. Yeah, um, like, it was like. I was into like happy hardcore, yeah, right? yeah, the terrible dance music, and then I found Limp Bizkit, sorry, and <laughs> I heard Fred Durst swearing, and I was like, I can swear, yeah, and then I heard him shouting, and I was like, I can shout, that's brilliant, I can do both of those things. So then I was like, oh, I need, I need to start a band, and then when I went to start a band, then the boys were like, check out this band Glassjaw, and then that was it, yeah, and then yeah. Glassjaw, you guys. There's um, been like, it's funny that like. Um, you can go back and like you can you can find those flagship moments now yeah. but at the time you're just kind of like that and one of my like right now one of my big sayings if you listen to the podcast you probably have heard it like um, one of my big sayings is that like right now it's going to be one of those times you're going to look back on when you're like 60 and go man wow. that was like the time of my life that yeah. was awesome you know what I mean and like I try to always keep that with people like especially like, like younger wrestlers like they're just so worried about like social media presence and like younger bands like oh man social media is like dude you just played a show in front of 1200 people yeah. that went fucking crazy for your man like mad, when man. you're 60 you're gonna remember this show and go that was fucking awesome like just let it let it register man like, you know and like that story like I remember uh, a buddy of mine named John Fisher when I was a kid 
we had an older cousin that gave him uh it was it was dri four of a kind on one side of the tape and then it was my war by black flag on the other and it just one of those things where like we had listened to it so much that i finally like copied the tape so that i had (laughs) that and then um I remember I was, I was like sitting at my my kitchen table doing homework. This is probably like 13, listening to My War and like that was when like the lyrics, like I was listening to the lyrics. I was like, "Holy shit, like this guy is talking to me." You know. <laughs> so that was it, man. Yeah. My, you know, My War by Black Flag was my was my Glassjaw. Oh yeah, the, it, yeah, completely changed. But the, the crazy thing is, Glassjaw seemed to get really really big in the South Wales area in the UK. Yeah. And that was kind of it yeah, for the UK. Yeah, there was, was very strange. It wasn't this whole like nation picked up. It was like one small one portion. One small area of a Wales same, yeah. went, oh, for some They're reason. Massive here. Yeah. Yeah. For some yeah. reason we all relate to this band from Long Island. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah it was mad. That's yeah. Cool. And so you guys have like, uh, so like over here you guys are fortunate enough to have like heavy music nights yeah. for like your clubs. Like we yeah. don't have that in the States. Uh, it, very rarely. Like there's yeah. some, like I'm sure like the bigger state, uh, cities probably have it. Buffalo might have had one at one point in time, but like, over here, you, I know what songs are going to play. Like, now, coming over here for 21 years, like, we do those things, like, we'll go to them every once in a while, and it's like, you know you're going to hear, I don't know the name of the song, so it's going to be that rant, 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 rant. It's going to be yeah. played. Yeah. System of a Down. Yeah. Chop Suey is going to be played. Break Stuff. Yeah. Green Day, American Idiot. Yep. Um... There's like I'm gonna give away my DJ set now and I yeah yeah but the thing so, is though is like that's you have to do that for a DJ set yeah. like because people will come you up and just, and just ask yeah. for those songs yeah and I've realized that that's the UK bit we did a tour where we fuck I can't remember what the tour was maybe it was a day to remember when we did the day to remember tour yeah our warm up it was for sure our warm up was that set like we just were like yo this is gonna get us popular over there if we do this like let's just try and then people were like singing chop suey like in between the, and we're like <laughs> yeah dude we're already fucking gassing the crowd up and then we like played and the crowd was just stayed gassed up yeah. it was sick they, yeah they're crazy for it yeah everyone loves a good sing along over here yeah, yeah. I like refused is in there yeah. too yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but funny enough I found a video the other day of Dennis Lixon slagging off because he was talking about um how influential Refused were. Yeah. And he was saying that he was watching a program called Friday Night Lights. Yeah. The football program. And um, American football program. And my band has a song on there. My band had a song on yeah, Friday yeah. Night Lights. And I found an interview with him saying, yeah, the problem is, see, with being an influential band, you do then make some shit bands. And he was like, I was watching Friday Night Lights and I thought oh. I heard Nude Noise. And then I realised it was just some other band. And I was like... Oh, that's us! Yeah. Yeah! Uh, Thanks, Dennis, you ate me! Sometimes you have to, like, you have to just kind of laugh at shit like that. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. Like, I remember, I'm gonna probably fuck this up, and I don't want to name the band, so I'm not gonna name a band, but it was a band of the ska nature. And we had, like, done, they were big, and we had done a warp tour, and at the time we were splitting main stage. So, like, we, you know, a band would go on here, band would go here, back and forth. Yeah. And I think we played right before this band. And, uh, you know, there was a huge crowd watching us. 
and then like the crowd literally walked away oh. when when this band went on and they were talking shit about us but we were like packing up so I didn't like hear it yeah. and like I said I used to be kind of a psycho so <laughs> I like went over the next day and I had wire clippers and I went up to the guitar tech and I was like you guys are about to play right yeah 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 where's the band can we talk shit now and they were just like uh, please <laughs> please don't slip those please don't slip those like please don't slip those you, you, you can't and I was like I'll fucking cut them right now and I, I think I got like a trombone player or something like that and I was like you motherfucker you wanna talk fucking shit I'll fucking beat your fucking bands in <laughs> blah 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 anyways yeah and it, they all came and apologized to us like later that night like sorry guys just having a hard tour and like they said something about us not being tuned or something like that like this band played I guess we just don't have to tune our guitars and just fucking scream into a microphone to get people they said something oh, wow. like that oh. and it was like or just don't play ska yeah. definitely <laughs> that easy oh that's th- that's my ig- 100% sentiment yeah. get that trombone away from those guitars <laughs> yeah. now yeah you dirty like, or bastards or just don't, you don't pervs, like. or play other music yeah. like, um, we all have that choice we, we had something similar yeah we did Warp Tour and we played to nobody every day of course yep. we like we just signed to Epitaph um, and yeah one day we had a massive crowd and we were like we're fucking huge in Dallas. Yeah. I can't believe we're big in Dallas, Texas. And then you realize that. And we were like, oh, Emu were on after us. Oh, that'll yeah. be why. Yeah. They were literally waiting for Emu. I just wonder yeah. why everyone was like, what the fuck is this stupid Welsh yeah. prick talking about? What's and good, though, is. And the like, king! No, those, no, they don't Those care. days, though, are like the days where you're like, you'd like foam. I remember, like, there was a tour, it was Motionless and White. Like, we'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, man, we're playing before Motionless and White. And, like, their entire, all these vampire kids would just. <laughs> yeah show up before and there'd be like thousands of people and you'd be like we're playing in front of a crowd and then you know you'd you'd see people like after like you know like a little creature would come up to you and be like hey man like I came here to see Motionless and White and like I'm leaving like like loving your band and it's like Nice. Oh yeah, you know, let's turn those heads, man. I swear, I'm not talking shit about those no, dudes no, either. No, 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 it sounds no, terrible. No. <laughs> but no. Good. With that, yeah. one thing I wanted to mention, we've, you've talked a little bit about like the community side of the rock world and wrestling yeah. world. But how would you really say the two kind of uh, differ? Do, do you feel that in wrestling, everyone's kind of more open arms? Where, where in music, there can be some of those boundaries and and a ego little bit, maybe man. Like, it, it's the same shit with both. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of similarities in both. And like, I, both of them are all me, 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 me. Yeah, it's all ego. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't do this if we didn't have a fucking ego. You know what I mean? Like, of some sorts. Um, but you just have to like. I think in wrestling, it's it's more give or take than it is with music. We're like. You could be best friends with a fucking band, but then when it comes down to your set time or something like that, you're always going to fucking tell them to fuck off, right? You know what I mean? Like, well, we deserve more time. Why? We deserve more time. No. We deserve more money. Oh, we deserve... You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. We're like in wrestling. All that shit is like predetermined before you even get there. And like, you basically are there to like work together and like sometimes chemistry isn't right and sometimes chemistry is right but like you're still in the ring with a person and like you're giving them your body and they're giving you your body or you know what i mean like vice versa so i think the respect is there because you don't want to suck and you don't want them to suck because then you're going to go around telling everyone you suck so i guess like there's just a higher you put yourself at a higher standard i guess when it comes to wrestling um, 
just due to the fact that like you know you're paying in flesh if you fuck up you know what I mean yeah that's true yeah. that sucks yeah can imagine nice. yeah uh, what's been the uh, like the best match you've been involved with so far I don't know I honestly like I have fun and they're all they're all different that's like the cool thing too is like you're never gonna wrestle the same match twice yeah. unless you get a chance to wrestle the same tag team a few different times yeah. and then it gets pretty easy like we've wrestled for some reason probably because it's so close but we wrestle in like the like Quebec region of Canada like yeah. a lot so we do like Montreal Ottawa Quebec City like we do all those and um, in Ottawa we're like hated because we beat like their top tag team the first time we'd ever wrestled there and we like kicked the shit out of them you know what i mean yeah. like um and then we had another match where they kicked the living shit out of us and then like we took that match to Man montreal and the rest on these dudes like speak broken english they're french canadian and like when you beat a french canadian like you're the biggest piece of shit ever yeah. i mean dude i've never heard a pop like that like we were in the crowd like and i mean there, there was like eaten fans there but the first time we wrestled them so like our pop was okay but then we were in the ring and when their music hit the place came i mean 700 people freaked the fuck out and they came out this and they're called uh uh tabernacle team uh tdt and i asked him i was like what does that mean he's like the fucking team <laughs> it's the best like oh, best name ever. you have the greatest yeah, team yeah. name ever you win. and they're the best because they're like they they worship the same era of wrestling that we worship and then calling a match it's just like hey man like do you want to go through a table? And like normally you'd be like, I don't really want to go through a table, man. Like I got an eight-hour drive home, whatever. But then they say it, and you're just like, Yep, yep, all right, let's go. And like it sucks, but like then you rewatch the match, and it's like, yeah. So I'd, I'd say like anything we've done for this promotion called C4 in Ottawa is probably my favorite, just because nice. the crowd's so hot and like like I got spit on by a seventy-year-old dude. He called me a piece of shit. Like no that's way. like yeah, it's like getting a Grammy. Yeah, So like to me like those matches are just special like and it, it's like it's a great promotion there's just so many right now there's so many fucking good promotions and we get to work for this company called beyond which are fucking awesome we get to work for c4 which is fucking awesome we're doing a progress show coming up which nice. is one of the best in the world um and then ESW in Buffalo, New York is like our home thing is like awesome. Like we get 500 kids every fucking time and they're, you know, they like invest in the storyline. It's fucking great. I also you know? think your podcast has put a lot of the Buffalo wrestlers on as well. Like I yeah. didn't know about Kevin Blackwood. Yeah. Or Puff. He just made his comeback last yeah. night. Or Puff. And yeah. Stuff like that. So, yeah. Me and Puff are doing a spaghetti eating competition together <laughs> on August 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you're listening to this and you're around yeah. the Buffalo area... Uh, <laughs> August third, me and Puff are doing a spaghetti eating competition. Nice at Lockhouse Brewery. Well, hang on though. Have you had to train for this? Have you? Have I have you, no you, idea, dude. I'm trying not to get diarrhea. That's that's like <laughs> my entire diet is just try not to get diarrhea. Nice. Uh, but yeah, just like it's so funny because my girlfriend again like to bring her up a hundredth time. She is just like sending me like 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 things to make you a better competitive eater oh, and nice. stuff she's a freak dude yeah a freak so she's one of the most competitive people on the earth so like for her she's like he's getting number one like he's getting first place 
And like for me, I'm just like, I'm just gonna go eat some spaghetti. You will win. Yeah. So But no, it's nice to hear that you've kind of got that really positive and encouragement just like a background going on for you in, in everything you do. Yeah, man, I I'm just a I'm not I mean, I guess I, I used to be like a real negative person, and I, I think just like within the last like three, four years, like things have just started changing. Like, I give a shit about this. You know what I mean? Like, I go and just sit in grass because I, I don't know. I don't, I didn't do that for years. You know what I mean? Like, I've actually like paid attention like out the window when we're like driving to shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something I don't do. You know what I mean? Like, and I think it's just like, I don't know. I guess the older you get, you kind of like respect the world though, I guess a little bit better and you kind of respect like people a little more and you know I don't I kind of like try to not keep barriers up so it's like maybe I would have a different conversation with Ska dude now that yeah. I wouldn't have had when I was like 24 years old you know what I mean yeah I think I think like the first like probably 35 years feel like a sprint and then after that then yeah. it's like a marathon you're just yeah. like oh we're, we're all here for a while let's all just be nice let's all chill out a bit more that's it you it's know, cool it's so cool like that's another thing too is like being like accepting to like other types of like music and stuff like that you know what I mean like I was so hateful and I just wanted to listen to like anything that like was like basically you know blasting your head into a wall yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you know what? I'm going to listen to fucking Radiohead and just fucking zone the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've always been into jazz, like, my entire life. But, like, even my jazz now has kind of, like, chilled out. Where, like, I would listen to, like, Mahavishnu Orchestra because it's just, like, a fucking, you know, nice. fever pitch the yeah. entire time. Everything, you know? And then now it's, like, the bits where they're, like, slowing down and there's just, like... A four four mm. drum beat. Mm. <laughs> just like, well, this yeah. is nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice, cool, yeah. awesome, sweet. And yeah. oh yeah, oh no, one more thing. You always do like an every time I die wrestling and Christmas show. Yeah, is this one done and sold awesome. out? So we're doing two. It's not sold out yet because we haven't announced oh. any bands yet. So like, I don't think you need to. Though. It's really going to be deal. close. We don't. Like last year, I think we just announced that it was going to be us and Jimmy Havoc. And then Jim, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc and Polo Crow. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc didn't even wrestle on the show he wasn't even there so like oh yeah we nice. we owe some people money <laughs> yeah, um, yeah three thousand like, people bought tickets to see jimmy havoc he didn't even turn up <laughs> and we're this year we're doing two days so like it's pretty wild i think we're gonna i think we're announcing bands august 1st and Ooh. we're gonna announce wrestlers august 1st we're just something we haven't announced we never in the last two years haven't announced wrestlers first so like wrestling fans couldn't even watch it or you know pay buy a ticket it would already be sold out so now wrestling fans can actually like buy a ticket do any of the every time i die fans take it too far to those wrestling events or actually no like cool they're actually really respected like only person is like a drunk jordan buckley jumped in the ring the first year and like one of my trainers is like one's jesse who's like the most happy-go-lucky human yeah. being my other trainer is a student named brandon thurston who's like a very like hard-nosed by the books 
wrestling. Did he take Jordan like, out? Oh, he was like looking like I'm gonna kill this fucker for being in our ring, and I had to go over and be like, "Hey, man, I'll get him out. I'll get him out. I'll get him out." <laughs> so like it was cool, like whatever. And they understood. Like he was just he was just trying to get in the ring and feel what it was. It felt like you yeah. know. Um, he just didn't ask. He just jumped in the ring. <laughs> this is like at sound check too. So oh, like no one was there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Because it would have been bad if someone went in there and like smacked him and then, hey guys, like this is the reason why we're here is this guy, so yeah, we should chill be... the fuck out. Um, but yeah, news. it's going to be awesome. This year's going to be really fun. Sweet. And I have my work to do. As soon as I get back, I have to like actually square away the wrestlers. Oh, nice. Um, so we can announce on time or whatever. So, ooh, yeah, like it's going to be fun. That's man. cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, cool. Yeah. Thank you very much for yeah. doing this. Yeah, pleasure. Awesome. Of course. Um, Hopefully, it was. Uh, it's one of the better podcasts. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it definitely is. Anyway, um, yeah, we can. Is there anything you'd like to plug or push or podcast? I don't know. I'll talk shit about UK wrestling again. You guys yeah, are scared good. of us. You're scared of my tag team. You're scared of me. Um, progress. Um, what are the other ones Attack over here Pro right now? Good Attack Pro is awesome. Yeah. ICW. He's really ICW. scared. They're definitely scared. The Scotch, uh, yeah. Because I called them out when we played that. We played the garage like yeah. there. And uh, I called out wrestlers, and then uh, I never got booked. I did that on their hometown, in their home thing. And if I'd be pissed if someone did that to me. If Jack Jester came over no to be seen. ESW and yeah. called me out at ESW, I'd be pretty pissed off. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Just I want to come over and, like, it doesn't matter. I'll get here. You know what I mean? I don't like, know, okay. it's yeah. one of those things where like, I get booked for one. I'll be here, guys. Like nice. right now, Ricky Shane Page is over here. Like flew over. I want to say he's staying with with yeah, Pete Dunn, and um, he just is wrestling fucking every day and like having great matches and nice. like he says it's like one of the best things. He's like actually taking care of his body and like he's like forced to be a wrestler full time yeah. over here. You know, so it's That's good cool. for him, man. Like really excited i wish i could see him but i don't i think he's got a show today bugger yeah no, i thought he could have made it yeah 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 i think he's staying with pete dunn and half his time with mark as well in cardiff yeah. so yeah cool Happy well days. yeah thank yeah, you very much again. hopefully get over and get to kick some ass Sweet. if not we'll be over i guess apparently the while she sleeps tour got announced Ooh. so yeah us while it's it's while she sleeps us and vain Oh, that'll be awesome. So it's going to be a good one in that'll January. Be, yeah, two dates in January. Manchester and London, I believe. You tell let's, me, man. Let's just go with that. Someone, go posted with that. A, of like a, <laughs> someone posted a poster from here. Yeah. So I'm saying we're allowed to announce it. So I'll talk about it. So This doesn't yeah. come out for another week. So we'll check, we'll check with uh, Alien Even though it doesn't, who gives a shit? <laughs> nice. Don't even check. Put right it out then. there. I'll see you, uh, see you in the pit yes, later yes, on. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Watch that back. I can't wait. Oh, I'm going to fucking yeah. break it if I got it. Yeah. I don't give a Watch shit. Watch Clint Margera too, man. He'll, yeah. he'll stun you. I might leave this in a wheelchair with a bit of luck. Yeah. So, yeah, good. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks. Awesome. Yes. How cool is Andy? I absolutely loved him. Uh, yeah, just great insight. It was great to hear him to talk about Hot Damn. Yeah. Can't believe it's been 16 years since that record came out. That's mental. Absolutely mental. Um, yeah. I love how he shut my question down about new music as well. They haven't written anything. Yeah. Um, but they have been very busy. They are very, very busy. And um, destroying every stage they play yeah they're just doing mad tours 
good uh, all yeah. over the place and um, oh, speaking of mad tours Ooh. they're going to be returning to the UK in January for two monster shows uh, with While She Sleeps yes in London on January 24th and then in Manchester on my birthday January 26th so if Andy or anyone from While She Sleeps wants to invite us down so we can celebrate my birthday in style I'm very much Fucking open to this up. idea. Jesus Christ. Um, All right. The just, ego's off. Just putting um, it out there. I mean, it's going to be my birthday. They've got a well, few like, months that's to That's why they're doing those two dates anyway. It's the day before your birthday and the day of your birthday. It's What's just a pre-party yeah. and a party for you. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's nice. Changing name tonight. Morg, well, Morg Sleeps, they're called. Oh, hey. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Oh, cheers, and, um, guys. They're gonna be, uh, they're going to play as <laughs> dreadfully as they can. Oh, that's not good. Why would they do that? Anyway, this has gone really left field. A massive thanks again to Andy at yes. 2000 Trees and Hayley Connolly for sorting everything out for us. It was an absolutely lovely time. And yeah, we didn't die in any mosh pits as well. So that yeah. was a bonus. And thank you to Andy for not killing us for asking any stupid questions. Yeah. Well, I think we had a lovely conversation with him. And as I said, um, yeah, he touched on some really open things as well from Top family up. life and the band and podcasting, yeah. wrestling, his girlfriend. It's all good. It's all good. And I'm glad he's in a good place. Place. Yes, so, me yep, too. Thanks to Andy, and yeah. Oh, speaking well, of thanks, yes, we should thank some of the patrons who are part of our Patreon, and uh, yeah, we've got the elite tier, as you call them. Yeah, the elite members wow. of the Sapden Podcast community. Nice, and those people are the delightful Dana Lasnava, Big John Price, Emma Barber, Liam Conley, Kylie Wheeler, Scarlett Charlton. Janelle Caston, Paul Hirschfield, Sam Ledgerwood, Mitch Perry, Becca Vaughan, Kirsty Dean, Craig Harris, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, Martina McManus, Hugh Stockwell, Mark Platten, John and Emma, Marcy Jacobson, Kieran Lewis, Sharif Awadali, Jordan Burchard, Mikey Cunningham, Lydia Henderson, Livy Cropper, Scott Jones, Becky Maloko, Luke Price, Tony Michael, Jamie Blow, Jenny Robinson, Kelly Cannon, Samantha Spray, and last but not least is Amy Thomas. Woo! Thank you very much to all those people. Um, it grows all the time, and that's amazing and uh, helps so much. So thank you very much if you're one of those people. Also, thank you very much if you're a patron who's... Uh, just n- not part of these tiers as well. Honest to God, yeah, it all helps. Yeah, and it gets anything, us to these venues. Anything you can do to support or give back or anything to us literally helps us uh, so much behind the scenes like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, um, so even if... Um, yeah, you you can't support us on Patreon. If there's anything you do, like retweets or shares, that'd be fantastic. And I promise you, it doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you again to everybody who shares this every week and says nice things and gives it a listen. Yeah, we do appreciate it deeply. Um, but again, patreon.com forward slash Safnin is the link if you'd like to check anything out. If not, just make sure you're subscribing and putting us in your Instagram stories. Stories? Stories. I've had a drink, not an alcohol one that's why i'm sure sh- oh, oh my days my that's why you're sure just just go and check things out please thank you very much <laughs> i'll teach you uh <laughs> yeah so cool also check us out on twitter and instagram at sapnin pod s-a-w-p-e-n-i-n-p-o-d and uh yeah until next week is that it one more thing uh, i forgot to mention what and got some stuff written down behind his head yeah i'm just saying if anyone listening for some strange reason, yeah. is going to be in the New York and Buffalo area on August 3rd, then make sure to go and check out that spaghetti-eating competition that Andy's going to be a part oh, of nice. and send us photos. Good luck, Andy. You've got a sapling uh, spaghetti-eating uh, army behind you. He does, yeah. Let's go, Andy. Spaghetti. 
That's terrible. Oh. Sorry. Um, no, me, not you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. Thank you very much again to Andy from Every Time I Die. Yes. Thank you very much to Ailey Connolly. Yes. Thank you very much to Every Time I Die for existing. Yes. Thank you very much to 2000 Trees for having us here. Yes. Thank you very much to Sean for being king. Mm. Oh, so close. Needy made to say it. Right, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Something. Same time. Yeah. listen to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.